time for Q's Cover 3, NFL news and notes of the day, here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Going to start Cover 3 off with uh, some Jamal Adams news. Hate to talk about this, or hate hate this for Jamal. I really do, and we were at the Oyo on Monday night when Monday Night Football was going on between the Seahawks and the Broncos, and he went out and looked like, and I thought, and I told all uh, everyone that was around me, I said, I looks like a torn ACL, looks like something, you know, torn his knee the way that he's, you know, he kind of, he, it was a, he was walking, and then all of a sudden, it's like his leg gave out, and then he's walking, his leg gave out again. So that's basically what I saw. And so it reminded me of when I tore my ACL. So that's what I thought it was. Well, instead, uh, it's a torn quad, quad tendon. So he's out for the season. He's going to have surgery, and that stinks for him. And if you're Seattle and you're looking back, and you're looking back at that trade, and I remember uh, pounding the table for the Raiders to go and make a move for Jamal Adams. I really thought that the Raiders should go and get Jamal Adams. Uh, and I know that everyone says, well, you know, Jonathan Abram is is their version of Jamal Adams. I say, yeah, but Jonathan Abram ain't Jamal Adams, right? And so uh, I, I kept pounding the table. I thought he was a difference maker. I do. I still think he's a difference maker. But, man, he just hasn't been able to be right. And that just stinks for him, man. He's been injured a lot, and now he's out for another whole season. So uh, that stinks. But, uh, yeah, the Seattle's put him on uh, IR. He's done for the season. Uh, just having that uh, torn quad, he's going to have to have surgery on that. So in his place, they're uh, signing Tease Tabor off the Falcons practice squad to fill his roster spot. Of course, he's a cornerback, not a safety, but uh, he's just another, another player to add to the roster. But the big news there is that Jamal Adams is out for the season. That really, again, I hate to hear about anyone who's out for the season. And that stinks. Uh, the Steelers, they put T.J. Watt on injured reserve. He's likely out in six to eight weeks uh, while he rehabs his torn pec. Apparently, he didn't have to have surgery. Uh, he went and got a second and a third opinion on that because it looked like at first he was going to have to have surgery. And he said, no, 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 I'm not missing all that time. I'm going to go ahead and get a second and third opinion. And he did. And so he looks like he's going to be out at least six to eight weeks. But that's still a big blow for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's unfortunate because he's a hell of a player. He's a big-time player on their defense. So uh, we'll see what happens, see if he's able to get back sometime this season. But I, I kind of feel like once that six to eight weeks comes up, then they're going to say, okay, he's still out. You know, Yeah, I just, that's, I don't a tough, see that's a tough thing to come back for. You, yep. I'm not questioning any NFL player's toughness, mm-hmm. but you got to be a tough son of a gun to say, nah, 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 my peck, it's okay. Right. I'll just get some rest. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough one to rehab, man. Normally people don't rehab their their when they tear their pec. Normally they're out for the season. So I'll give TJ Watt a lot of credit for even being able to to do that. And you know, someone else said, and I don't remember where it was that I heard this, but they're like, Man, that torn pec is like a Watt injury, right? Because JJ Watt had that torn pec when he was in Houston. And now all of a sudden TJ Watt has it. And look, it's not like it's un- something uncommon, but it's just kind of strange to see both of the Watt brothers uh, end up at some point with torn pecs. So that's just a couple little nuggets, a little, you know, injury updates around the league. Apparently J.C. Jackson is working out on the field tonight, uh, trying to get out there and play against the Kansas City Chiefs. So continue to monitor that. He's a game-time decision. Don't know if he's going to play. They did say he, he warmed up on the field against the for the Raiders uh, game, but he was ruled out already. You know, so they, they basically just wanted to see how he, how he was looking. They warmed him up, let him go ahead and do some workouts, and he looked pretty good. So I guess my gut feeling tells me he's probably going to play tonight. But they haven't made that official yet. But they did say he's out there working out right now, trying to see exactly how he looks. So uh, we get some more news and notes, little nuggets. I'll definitely pass those along throughout the course of the show. But I really want you to hear this call between Fresno State and Devontae Adams. The Raiders put it out on their Twitter account earlier, and it's about three minutes long, but it's some good stuff, you know, and it's uh, finding out. Devontae Adams finding out that he's going to have his number retired at Fresno State. Really good stuff. Here it is. Check it out. This is such a special day for us. We're so excited about this. Um, Bulldog Nation, let's let's just give our guy a call. 
Oh my goodness! How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How you doing? You know what? I'm. Uh, I am so excited. This is such an honor for me. I, I appreciate you taking my call. Oh, absolutely, man! I appreciate you giving me a call. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's just get right to business, man. I I, t I tell you what, as you already know, you set a standard for us here at Fresno State uh, in so many different ways. You're not only on the field of play, but what you do off the field, man, in terms of how you support the community. Uh, you, you've never forgotten where you've come from. You've never forgotten Fresno State. And um, I think it's important for us to, to recognize all those contributions and what you do as a leader for us. So uh, if it's okay with you, we would love to honor you by retiring your number and honoring you uh, in our circle of honor here at Fresno State. Wow. Wow. I was I wasn't I wasn't quite expecting that. I you wasn't ready for that one, huh? I wasn't ready for that. Wow. Um yeah. well absolutely, man. I that's a that's an honor. That's more of an honor for me than than anybody, man. That's that's amazing. I appreciate that. And absolutely absolutely you have my permission to do so. We couldn't think of a better person, man. I I mean, for all you've done, I mean we everyone recognizes, of course, what you do publicly, but we also recognize what you do privately and, and how you support community. And, and, and you're such a great bulldog for us. Um, I can't think of a better person. I am just so blessed and honored to be able to be sitting in this chair right now, being able to extend this invitation to you. No, seriously, though, I, I really appreciate that, man. It means a lot to me. Obviously, you know how much Fresno State and, and the whole valley and the whole community of Fresno means to me. So. To have something like this uh, be able to happen, I know I know you guys uh, did Derek, and I know how much that family, in particular, means to you know the Fresno State community. So, um, I mean, this is huge for me. So I, I really appreciate you and everybody else involved, man. Absolutely. Well, we got room for one more man, and that one more is you. Absolutely. Well, that's amazing. We can't wait to celebrate you later on this this season, man. Thank you so much. No doubt. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you guys. All right, we'll talk very soon. Thank you. How great is that? We got our guy. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You guys heard it. Devante's coming home, man. Look forward to it. Get ready. That's special. That's awesome. That's special. Man. Congratulations. Thanks, man. That's very cool. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Very cool to get the to get the call. Yeah. And now it's real. Yeah, man. That's 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 different. I wasn't. I truly was not expecting that. I mean, a lot of honestly, you always have dreams and stuff like that. But that's that's a pretty specific dream right there, and it's something that I had in my mind at some point. But um, I mean, when you're playing, especially in you in college, the the focus is just to have a, a great time with your teammates grow those bonds and you know to to go to a great bowl game and and just do right by the 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 organization was my biggest goal so to have something like this come from the work that we put in i mean it just makes it all worth it david carr Derek carr and now Devonte adams all numbers are going to be retired there at fresno state and david and Derek are already there retired and now they're going to retire Devonte adams and the voice you heard was terry toomey the ad for fresno state uh giving him the the word and Damon, when you were downloading that and putting it in the system for us, did it ever kind of cross your mind? Like, why would Devontae Adams say no, right? Yeah, I mean. Because it was like, it's like the AD was was almost, it almost sounded like he was shocked and surprised that he got the, yeah, okay, to, to, to go ahead and, and retire the number. Maybe some players that don't have a good relationship with the alma mater were just, hey, we'd love to honor you and come back. Maybe some players like, nah, I'm good. Man, that's wild. That's wild. If someone wanted to retire anything of mine, I'd be like, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, you're cool. I don't care how much I didn't like you then. Yeah, you want to retire something of mine? Great. 
What was your first station back in the Bay? Oh, man. Well, I was at Wild 94.9, but I wasn't on the payroll. But uh, I was at K-Win in Stockton. If they ever wanted to uh, retire my overnight shift that I was doing midnight to 6, then uh, there you go. We're going to hang this microphone up. There you go. <laughs> Put that mic up for Q. This is the mic that he talked to a girl on the phone for about three and a half hours thinking that she looked good. And then when he went to see her, realized she didn't look good. <laughs> oh, man, you were telling up stories like so much last season because I just like, oh, no, I remember you telling yeah. that story on air. Doc, yeah, that's a bad one. That was that was my first real experience with being a radio guy and being on the air and midnight to six. All of a sudden, you know, someone on the phone line and they sound good. But just because they sound good don't mean they look good. And man, oh, man, I'll tell you right now. I just thought I struck gold. I was like, oh, man, this is great. This good-looking girl just called me at 2 in the morning. Now now that I think about it, I'm a little older. It just makes sense. Like, what would a good-looking girl, no offense, <laughs> to any, no, no offense to anyone who's up at 2 in the morning, listening to the radio, decide they want to call the guy. But the good-looking girls at 2 in the morning got something to do, and it ain't called me, <laughs> right? I mean, that's the reality of it, right? So, you know, it's the ones at the house that ain't got nothing going on that's listening and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call the radio guy. And so you spark up conversation. And, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I had a song, you know, because in music radio, it's so easy. You only talk for about 10, 15 seconds. And then so I'd be like, hold on, girl. Da, 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 da. All right, I'm back. And then, you know, you say something, you give her like a shout out or something like that. I want to, you know, tell Kayla, thanks for hanging with me tonight. And she's like, oh, you're so sweet. You know, oh, man, that's what it helps keep you up at night, though, when you're doing the midnight to six. Right. Because you have to have something to entertain you. Oh, well, yeah, why don't you come by and say, what's up? Okay, cool. Yeah, I will. Man, I went by, I pulled up, she went to that front door, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, my brother. I'm out of here. I was like, oh, I got to go. My mom's calling me. I got to get home. I'm sorry. I've got to go. It's just that simple, dog. Don't ever fall for that. Be happy that you're in sports radio. That don't happen to sports radio, guys. It happens to music radio dudes. So be happy that you ain't ever had to have that experience. So that's, that's that's my that's my radio advice for the day for you. If you ever do some music radio on the side or whatever, don't fall for the oh she sounds good yeah mm-hmm. because then when she describes you, it'll be like Friday, right? Where she says yeah I'm kind of like Janet Jackson. No, you're more like Freddie Jackson, right? <laughs> Well, good thing we got the internet nowadays, because then it's just like, yo, let me see, let me get an IG. Oh, let me get a Twitter. No, 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 because they still got, no, man, they got apps, they got filters, they got this, that, and the other, enhancers. Come on, man. That's the, that's the man, you're going to end up being Manti Teo, man. Don't be Manti Teo. Don't fall for that <laughs> banana in the tailpipe. 312 is the time, man. We want to hear from you. 702-365-9200. Coming up at 330, Andrea Carter from ESPN. She's going to join us to talk all things WNBA Finals as the Aces are on the brinks of bringing a championship home to Las Vegas. So we'll talk to Andrea coming up at 330. But we want to hear from you. For the Raiders to win on Sunday, what has to happen? 702-365-9200. Sam and Ash text line is 69187. Keyword r It's Raider Nation Radio 920. Yeah, he's very professional. I use that term as a great compliment. You know, as a center, you got to be a, a pro, man. You got to do the job. You got to make the call. You got to help the other four guys. You got to get everyone on the same page after I make a point and all that kind of stuff. And and uh, he's been such a pro about it. And he's got he's gotten a lot better since day one. That's any rookie, you know. If you ever look at anybody, their rookie year first practice, you'll be like, okay, maybe they got it, but they don't have it yet, you know. Um, but he's come a long way. I think his growth at center, at guard. Um, all of that, just as a football player, he, he's getting better, and uh, I'm excited to see what his future holds for him. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy Q. Derek Carr talking about Dylan Parham. He might be a guy that's under center, or he might be the guy that is the center come Sunday, I should say, 
As Andre James still dealing with concussion-like symptoms, don't know if they go to Billy Price, the guy who's on the practice squad right now. They just picked him up. Or if Dylan Parham will get the get the nod. Had a really good pro football focus grade uh, as far as what he did, his action that he had on Sunday, his first game as a rookie. But does that mean that they're going to you know, transfer him to, to the center position? He's played all three in the preseason, but the Bullets are live, man. That's a tough position to play, and it's not just snapping the ball. Like, it'd be one thing if it was just snapping the ball. But, I mean, you're talking about calling out protections and, you know, all that. There's a lot of, of head work. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of uh, stuff between the ears that goes on as the center. I mean, you have to really understand what you're seeing out there and what you're reading out there and relay it to the rest of the offensive line. So are they going to put Dylan Parham in that position if Andre James can't go? Well, we'll find out. And uh, hopefully Andre James is better and he's able to go. But, again, when you're dealing with a concussion, man, it's, it's just tough. You know, everyone heals from a concussion on their own time. There's never really a, a certain specific, okay, you'll be good in two, three days. You know, take take a Tylenol, call me in the morning, you're okay. I mean, that's not the scenario when you're talking about concussion. So the question that we threw out there to you on the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200 and the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword r For the Raiders to win on Sunday, what has to happen? Mailman Raiders say, Q, I'm not happy about Perriman being out, but I'm excited to see what Masterson could do. Does he show us what he showed in the preseason? Does he show glimpses that he can be out there, our future middle linebacker? Because Perriman is, I think, in the last year of his contract, could be a big game for him, in my opinion. And yes, uh, Denzel Perriman is definitely in the last year of his deal. He's not making a whole lot of money. He was uh, hoping that his agent and the Raiders were able to come to agreement on the contract extension. Hasn't happened yet. And I look at Masterson and I look at Butler and feel like both of those guys have an opportunity to be linebackers of the future. Now, again, throwing them right into the fire. When the bullets are live, it's a little, it's a little much, right? In the preseason, it's one thing because you know, hey, I could go out there, I could play free. It doesn't really matter, but I mean, it matters, but it doesn't. It's not going to count in the win loss record. I mean, it's just, it's just different. Yeah, and also when it comes to the players that are on the injury report that miss practice, Denzel Perryman is the one that I want him to be playing on Sunday because mm-hmm. of who his backups are. Right. You said with Trayvon Moore, hey, Deron Harmon, not yeah. bad. Brandon Bolden, this backfield is littered with other good backs. Right. Even I have more faith in Dylan Parham. I do think that he could step up okay. and be center if Andre James is out. But then when it comes like, hey, if Denzel Perryman can't play, just Masterson, let him have the green dot. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I, yeah, because especially when you're looking at a lot from the defense, you want – you know, a lot from that defense and going up against Kyler Murray, you know, if that was to say Masterson's first start, I say in a lot, that's asking a lot, right? I mean, you got Devon Diablo, you got Jayon Brown, you know, if you go out there with the three linebackers, then who do you put out there if Perriman's not there, right? So that's, that is definitely a big question. So uh, good stuff. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's a position to pay attention to. I prefer Perriman to be out there as I'm sure everyone does, but um, we'll see if, if it's not, you know, they always say the, the next man up. I hate that saying because, it's cliche. If the next man was as good as the first man, he'd be the first man, right? He wouldn't be the next man, right? But you never know. You, you find guys that are diamonds in the rough or you find guys that are just in a log jam and they're talented and they go out there and they prove their worth. So uh, once, once their number's called, man, they're expected to go out there and be just as good as the first guy. Uh, got a text from uh, Raider Chavez in the 916. Same as I said next week. I think he meant same as I said last week. The Raiders need to win the turnover battle to win the game. We can't fumble and throw three picks again. Chandler Jones and Max Crosby need to ball out, and I want a strip sack this weekend again. Raider Chavez out the 916. And, yeah, turnover battle's got to be in favor of the Raiders. You cannot go out there, and I don't think they will. That's something I've been very adamant about. I mean, we know Derek Carr very well, right? I mean, we've been watching him for a long time, his whole career. He's not a guy that's going to consistently throw two or three interceptions a game. He's just not. That's not in his DNA. That's not who he is. He's very good at protecting the ball. 
Sunday, in my opinion, was an off day. Bad day. Right? Just a, just a bad day at the office. We all have them. Whether it's doing radio, whether it's working wherever you work, whatever the job is. Every one of us has a bad day. Sometimes I go home and the wife says, how was the show? It sucked. Why? I was terrible. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just, there's no other way you can say it. There's no excuses. I can't say, well, you know, Damon, he looked at me funny. I mean, I just, I can't. Just a bad day. Bad day at the office. So you chalk it up and you come back the next day and you try to have a better one. I think that's what Derek Carr is going to do. I really don't believe he's going to turn the ball over like he did on Sunday. I just, I, I'd be shocked. I'll, I'll, I'll do 50 push-ups in the studio on Monday if he turns the ball over three times again. How about okay, that? well, we can verbally shake on it right here. <laughs> I mean, you're just you didn't have to have do a, a fist bump. There it is. All right, it's official. <laughs> I mean, you, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to volunteer that. I'm glad you did. <laughs> no pressure, Derek. No pressure. <laughs> right now, someone's at the office be like, Derek, did you hear that? Man, Q said you're going to do. Well, you, you got, if we get up kind of high, you think you want to do it anyway. You know? <laughs> and also something about the, uh, was that Raider Chavez that said the strip sack? Yeah. The Cardinals, it's so baffling to me of just the score of the game and how it played out. I know that the Chiefs are the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but they had no turnovers, only five penalties, and that's the, like, excuse me, Kyler Murray did not throw not one interception. Right. He was only sacked two times. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, so why was the offense just not able to perform? And as we had both say, they only had two garbage time touchdowns towards the end of the fourth quarter. Right. How much of that was the f- one week? You know, week one and, and nobody playing in the preseason. Right? I mean, how much of that? Because, I again, I've said it. I think every team is not is going to be better than they were week one. I really do. I don't believe that you saw a well-oiled machine from any team in week one. I don't care if it was the Chiefs who put up as many points as they put up, 40-plus points. I just I, I think that a lot of teams that did not play their guys in the preseason, you're going to see the improvement week two, week three, week four. Once you get out of week four, then you, know, then, then you kind of realize – who that team's going to be. Uh, let's go back out to the phone lines at 702-365-9200. Who's up next? Juan the Smasher. Juan, what's up? Welcome to the show, brother. What's up, Q? What's going on? Ah, you know I'm chilling. I know that's right. Hey, for, for the answer to your question, for us to win the game, i say this. That boy Carr, he's going to have to protect that ball, which he will. And then uh, he's going to have to uh, feed Adams again. Just give, give him 100 balls. I don't care. Because he, he's going to eat. And that defense, I want to see some sacks. I want to see some picks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and uh, uh, put pressure on uh, Murray. And that's the way we're going to win. Just just crack them, sack them. I don't care what we do. Just just hit them in the face. And uh, I'm gonna be out there and uh, repping first home game. I'm excited. And uh, let's, let's let's get this W. Come on, Raiders. We can do it. There you go, Juan the Smasher right there. Appreciate you coming out to the OYO on Monday, my man. You and Mama Smasher, that was cool. Appreciate you. Hopefully you enjoyed the game on Sunday, and the Raiders do exactly what you want them to do. Uh, go in there and get a victory. And He was he was on one, man. He, he was starting to rhyme, and I thought he was going to roll with the super rhyme, and then all of a sudden he, he shut it down. What did he say? Crack him and smack him, and then I thought he was going to hit us one more, and I was like, oh, here it comes. And then, it was, and then he didn't, so... There, there, it is what it is, but uh, good stuff, Juan. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, got a text here. I believe if they're going to try and keep Murray in the pocket, there won't be many sacks. But if their timing is correctly, I can see two interceptions this game coming up. It's going to be really interesting to what to see what scheme they use on Arizona. That's a, a good text right there. And look, I think that you've got to go with your hair on fire against Murray. You know, but you have to be also smart, right? I mean, it's again, fine line, right? You you want to go with your hair on fire. You want to pin your ears back, but you also want to know that that dude is squirrely and he can get out of trouble quick, fast, and hurry. So you got to be disciplined and smart about it, but you still have to go full throttle and try to get to the quarterback and get him down. 
you know, I, I, I don't say injure anybody because that's you don't want anyone injured, but you've got to hit them. You got to hit them hard. You got to make them think about it. Every time he drops back, he's got to think that 98 is going to be right in his chest or 55 is going to be right in his chest. Somebody, I mean, he's got to have that thought in his head. They've got to hit this dude. They have to. Even if, and I'm not saying get a penalty, but even I'm saying if he gets the ball out while like Max Crosby's hitting him, they've got to hit him and get him to the ground and make him think about it. Good text. I appreciate that. Got a couple more quick ones and we'll take a break. Uh, yo, Q, were you at 94.9 when the doghouse was there? That era was lit. Yes, absolutely. It was the doghouse. It was uh, Renee in the midday. Uh, St. John was there. Strawberry was doing nights. Uh, Victor Zaragoza, that's my mentor. He was doing a late night. He was doing Turn Off the Light show. He was doing the, the show that James needs to be doing. Welcome into Turn Off the Lights. Man, that dude, you want to talk about had the girls. Man, I... <laughs> I sat in with that guy because he taught me everything I know, right? He taught me everything as far as running the boards and, and everything. He would tell me one day, he was like, Q, uh, his show was 10, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. He was like, Q, answer my phones for me. I said, okay, cool. You know, I'm answering the phones. And, man, dog, girls are crying. They're on the phone like, I just need to talk to Victor. And I was like, what's going on? You know, so I'm trying to be like the sympathetic guy. I was like, what's going on? Oh, my man, he's out. He's doing this. He's not returning my phone calls. And so all of a sudden, like, I became a therapist, right? Like I'm Dr. Q and I'm just talking and I'm talking and I'm on the phone with this girl for like 45 minutes and it's multiples. It's not just one, Damon. It's like you hang up the phone, another one's calling. I just need to talk to Victor. And so he's asking me, which one should I put on? Which Who's good? And I was like, I don't know. They're all crying. You know, like, I don't know. And he's like, well, you talk to a couple. So I had a couple and they were like, well, can we just talk? Can, can we just sit there and talk things out? And I was like, girl, I got to, I got to answer all the phones. You're going to get me fired. I'm not even getting paid. <laughs> Go talk to someone yeah. for real. Yeah, you need Dr. Phil. <laughs> it was, dog, it was so wild to me to get all the calls. And it would be like clockwork. Strawberry would get off at 10. At about 9.45, the calls for turn off the lights were coming through. Boom, 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 boom. Every light was lit up. Every girl that wasn't going out that night and the ones that were going out that night were calling. Like, they were on their way to the club. On the phone, hey, uh, let me dedicate something to my man in prison. Yeah, I'm at home. Girl, you ain't at home. You in the car. You on the way to the club. We'll see you in about 15 minutes. You know, it's like, it's hilarious, dog. It was hilarious. So, <laughs> I'm serious. some of the best experiences of my life, I'll tell you. Music radio sounds like oh, another was, world to me. Oh, it was fun. It was a blast. Don't get me wrong. I live my best life. But man, Victor, if you ever have a chance to talk to Victor, just ask him about some of his experiences and some of the people that he talked to. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. 328's the time. Yeah, that was my wild 94.9 experience. And then I went to K-Win right there in Stockton off of Hammer Lane. Had to keep my head on a swivel. <laughs> Had to show up with a bulletproof vest on to keep my head on a swivel so I didn't get uh, taken out. 328's the time. When we come back, Andrea Carter from ESPN, she'll join the show to talk all things WNBA Finals. This is Red Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Thursday's injury report is out. It's actually grown a little bit for the silver and black as opposed to what it was on Wednesday. Brandon Bolden, hamstring, did not participate Wednesday, did not participate Thursday. Andre James, concussion, did not participate Wednesday, did not participate Thursday. Trayvon Merrick, hip, did not participate Wednesday, did not participate Thursday. Denzel Perriman, same thing, dealing with the ankle injury, did not participate Wednesday or Thursday. Sam Webb, dealing with the ankle injury, was not listed on Wednesday is now limited on today. And then Nate Hobbs, who has is listed as a back injury, was a full participant on Wednesday, full participant today. So feel pretty good about Nate Hobbs. But 
Sam Webb added to the injury list with an ankle injury, uh, was limited at practice on Thursday. So we'll see what happens on Friday. Uh, traditionally, just a walkthrough. So uh, we'll see exactly what the injury report looks like. Then, of course, we'll get the game status, the official game status, 90 minutes before kickoff on Sunday. And uh, tomorrow we're doing a little producing on the air. Uh, Vinny sent over Chandler Jones uh, and Chandler Jones in the locker room, I believe. So uh, some really good stuff. Of course, Chandler Jones, the conversation is going to be about him playing against his former team. I really honestly think we're probably talking about that too much. You know, and I know we as a show haven't done that a lot, but a lot of people are talking about how he's going to go get revenge on his, his former team. I think Chandler Jones knows this is a business, right? The Patriots, they they traded him. If anything, it would be more personal when the Patriots traded him to the Cardinals. The Cardinals just let him go as a free agent. He's getting a little older in the tooth. He had a you know a decent season last year, mainly led off by the first game of the year, and then you know he did okay the rest of the way. I don't think he takes it real personal, but that's just me. You're right because, like you said, it's a business. He's not some player that was scorned by this team. Right. Trayvon Mullen, maybe he could go out, man, I want to get a pick every time they try to throw right, at me if right. you were to play to show them that I still had something. They gave up on me too soon. Right. But Chandler Jones, he's a 32-year-old veteran. He's been around the league for 10-plus years. I'm sure he's not looking at Kyler Murray like, oh, man, I'm going to I gotta show him. I got to get you. Yeah. 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 Like all the bad blood that we had. He's mm-hmm. probably like, oh, he's a nice kid. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's, I don't think this is a Khalil Mack type situation. Let's yeah. put it like that. Khalil Mack against the Raiders. There's something. There's obviously person. It's personal. But I, I just don't think it's going to be that personal when it comes to Chandler Jones and the Cardinals. I could be wrong, but let's hear from the guy himself. Let's go into the Raiders locker room. Vinny Bonsignor, thank you so much for uh, sending this over. Here's Chandler Jones in the Raiders locker room a little while ago. <laughs> Um, I'll stand up. All right. I want to see my hairline. <laughs> a little, uh, I know every game is important and all that, but a little bit of extra something, something with it being the Cardinals or your former team. Uh, you know, it's another week, honestly. And, um, you know, I think it's, it'll be fun. I get, to get a chance to play against my old team. But, uh, it's going into week two. Hopefully we can just end up in the win column this week. I know you've obviously practiced against Kyler Murray uh, quite a bit. What's, what's the key to slowing him down? Uh, Kyler is very unique. He's a unique player, um, and it's hard to kind of uh, it's, it's kind of hard to, to try to get someone to get a look of as Kyler. You know, he does things that are that are uncommon. Uh, he has a strong arm. He's very fast. Um, but hopefully, we can get after him for sure. It seemed like from the outside, you always had a good rapport with him uh, when you were with the Cardinals. What would you like about Kyler? Why'd you guys get along? Kyler, he lets his game do the talking, and that's one thing I admire about Kyler. Uh, you know, he. He shows up every Sunday and he plays well. He does what he can do to help the team. So um, hopefully he doesn't help the team this week, but we'll see what happens. Cliff Kingsbury said that you would name your pass rushers. Uh, do we have any new ones that you, you've added to the mix since you've been here in Las Vegas? Nothing new. The same old, same. Uh, but Cliff is right. I definitely have names for all my moves. Um, just to kind of just put a quick label on it. If someone say, hey, what'd you do there? I did I did the, you know, whatever I called it. But, um, but yeah, that's funny that Cliff remembers that. Yesterday, Devonta said what you really, the leadership quality that you bring is that you're the same every day and he likes the vibe of what you bring. How do you just kind of take it easy every day and how do you just kind of parlay as the rest of the team? Well, that's just me, you know. Um, I know coming to coming to a new team, you know, a lot of guys will probably be leaning on me or, or trying to figure figure me out or, or what, what you may say. But um, I don't do anything different. I'm just always myself. Chandler, you know a lot of guys in that locker room. Uh, they kind of got their hats handed to them a little bit on, on Sunday. What kind of response do you expect from those guys that you know over there? Uh, actually, I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
to be honest with you, it was a little weird going through the scout report and just looking at, you know, some of the guys and just hearing their names. You know, those are some of the guys I used to run around with. So um, it'll be fun. It'll be a, it'll be a fun and it'll be a good task ahead. So Taylor Cliff says that uh, y'all were texting earlier this week and he said, don't take it, don't, don't, don't take it, hold it against him. If he starts chipping off the edge or he has some comments to the media, what was that conversation like? Just sort of catching up pregame with your old coach. Exactly that. He said, don't hold it against him if, if he, uh, he gets, he sends some triple and double teams my way. And that's something I expect. So uh, we'll see what happens. He said that you uh, have some special names, different names for your pass rushes. One of them is called Snapchat because mm -hmm. it appears and disappears. Yep. What, 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 t tell us a little bit about the naming of your rushes. Yeah. Um, it's funny that he just asked the same question he came in a little bit tired. but um it's pretty much you know uh i just put a quick label on my moves you know if a coach asks you know what'd you do what, what move would you do here I'll, I'll have a little name and i'll have some fun with it you know what's that start sorry uh it's been years years ago yeah. probably when i first got to arizona yeah i was talking with nate yesterday and malcolm and everybody's got a different has has felt your impact differently um whether it's away from the ball in the locker room, what, what, for Nate, just a second-year guy, say he's learned humbleness. He told him just stay humble at all times. Here's a guy he said that's made all his money over his career, and the thing that you taught him is to stay humble. Did you, have you felt that leader, that immediate leadership that you brought? Oh uh, yeah, I feel a lot of the guys they lean on me, but being humble is just the way I was raised, honestly. And uh, I think being humble takes you a, a very long way. Um, and uh, I think that's just a part of my who I am, being humble. And, and uh, like I say in every interview, you know, this is my dream job. And to have the opportunity to play is just, it's humbling in itself. Despite not having the results that you wanted on Sunday, what were some optimistic things that you took from the defense as a whole going to this game? Uh, just experience. Uh, having the experience as a team to go out there and get together, you know, every every week is an opportunity to get better. And uh, you want it to be perfect, but obviously this is the NFL. And uh, the other teams are going to do things that, you know, might be a task for us. So. Hopefully we can get better and better every week and gel together. So that's our biggest goal is just coming out there and playing together. Obviously after years of being in the NFL, you know, things change, teams change, but we are working for and against changes. But after years of being like on Cardinals, studying what Kyler does well, like now, what's it like going in now to defend against him? Yeah, I think Kyler, uh, like I said before, is a very unique player. He's very hard to emulate. Uh, the things that he does is arm strength. He has a very strong arm. But his, his legs is very fast, so um, we'll have a, definitely have a task at hand. Well, a tough task at hand, to, you know, to get after him. But um, we should be fine as long as everyone does their job. Last year's Cardinals team only had one loss on the road. What was it about that team and the mental mindset that helped them have so much success on the road that you're going to face this Sunday? Uh, this is their preparation. They did a good job. The coaches did a good job of preparing for you know the crowd noise, and they did a good job of trying to. Uh, simulate a, an away game and I think that's what got us you know ready to go last year there you go right there. Chandler Jones in the Raiders locker room, a very boisterous Raiders locker room. Uh, I had myself and DeMond a little nervous as we were listening to that. Didn't know what we were going to hear screaming out the back. You know, we heard we heard Chandler Jones loud and clear, but I was worried about what else we might hear. Chandler, yeah, Chandler. yeah. He was hyping him up a little bit. Yeah, right, right, right. So I, I didn't know what we were going to hear, but uh, good stuff right there from Chandler Jones. And um, without hearing that, I, I felt like he was going to have that kind of approach to the game. It's another week. Just another game. Again, like DeMond said, the guy's 32 years old. Been in the league for a long time. It's a business. They let him go. He went and got a big free agent deal from the Raiders. I don't think any team is or any 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 player at his age is even surprised by something like that. So I don't think it's as personal as a lot of people are trying to make it seem. And uh, he's going to go out there and do what he does. And Kyler Murray's a tough dude to get after. So that's that's the biggest thing. 
Can him, Max Crosby, can they get after Kyler Murray? Can they get him to the ground? Can they make life uncomfortable? Because that's what they're going to have to do. 3.56 at a time. Come back, kick off hour number three. Lincoln Kennedy will join the show. It's Radio Nation Radio 920.